All right. Thank you for tuning on to The Mothership. And we have a special guest tonight. That's Walter Rodriguez, a.k.a. Crazy Horse. Hey, Rudy. What's going on? How are you, hey, what's going on, brother? Well, not much, man. You know, actually, I wanted to say hi, folks. I would like to say hi to all the listeners. And uh, on behalf of the Mothership, I also the Crazy Horse for Content Workshop. Uh, welcome to the hour. Uh, actually, we're going to have some topics here, Rudy. Uh, well, we are very interesting. We'll talk about what everybody's talking about, the coronavirus. And uh, I wish uh, also we're going to have like a little, uh, so that's a crazy horse report for the night. And also that's right. have a, a little workshop uh, with Rudy, uh, which uh, I wish I could have all my drums, for, you know, because crisis, I uh, put everything in storage. So I have here like a few drums. I got a Dumbek. I got a Pearl Bongos. Very nice. And our djembe. So actually, we're going to go and talk about uh, the history. And uh, I'm going to play and uh, tell us a little story about it so we can get started. And uh, also, uh, we're going to start about the origin of the coronavirus. We, that's our first topic. Very important that we talk about it. So things that usually, I don't know you guys know about, but additional research uh, was amazing how this virus started really young, so if you don't mind, Rudy, you want me to start with it? Definitely, man, yeah. Let, let's see what you got, man. Cool. Crazy okay. horse report right here going on. You got it. Okay, the origin of the virus, actually, it started in 1937. They discovered the coronavirus in poultry and chicken. And uh, uh-huh. 1967, can you imagine, man, how many, I mean, two That's a long years. time ago. That's a heck of a long time ago. Whoa, bro. So, you know, I think every politician, they should have done something about it. They actually didn't, didn't have the name, the coronavirus. But in 1962, they detected coronavirus in humans. There was a cold and then kids got very sick, but it wasn't lethal. So nobody was dying. Not like this time. Everybody's dying. Mm-hmm. So it was another uh, weaker strand. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, the news making believe the virus knew, but it's not, you know? So anyways, I got some experts over here to explain a little bit about the virus and the history and everything. So in 1962, Dorothy Harvey and John Prognow from the Department of Medicine of Chicago, take this up, mm-hmm. they discovered the coronavirus and they knew, they, you know, they had to find it. It was a winter in 1962. Happy to be, there were some medical students Sick. Mm-hmm. So, and they were doing uh, experiments. So what they did, they took on the uh, fossil uh, nasals, they took some samples mm-hmm. and, and placed them in uh, in, uh, in, uh, in the kidneys, in the human kidneys, right? Oh. So they realized they took inflammation, and that, that's what the uh, new virus is detected. You know, it was mutant. It was getting mutant more and more through the years. Yes. And then uh, there was affecting respiratory for your track and everything. So they realized there was a contact between the contact from human to human, right? So yeah. in 1967, June D. Almeida, Department of Medicine and Medical Microbiology in London, and D.A.J. Tarrell, a research unit, a medical research council in England, they, huh. they, they had the first picture, a structured picture of the virus. They oh, wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they couldn't detect it before because the uh, microscope, they need an uh, electronic microscope. 
Right, right. So they got a picture, and when I saw the research, I saw. So is it is it the same? So that picture, the picture that they had from back then, is similar to the one that they're portraying now. It has a bunch of spikes, right? Absolutely, man. It's identical. Interesting. It's like cousins. It's a family of virus. Look at that. Now, so they discover this, and they define virus. So they start getting new names. So they got the gamma coronavirus that attacks mm-hmm. birds, marine animals. The oh, delta yeah. coronavirus, which attacks birds only. Alpha Holy crap. Coronavirus yeah. attacks animals, bats, and humans. Humans. And Ooh, I, I see. I see. Man, that is super interesting. I had never known there was one that just attacked animals themselves like that. And so... Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy if you think about it. You know, that, that's a special topic, but it's a similar topic. But, you know, Bill Gates was talking about this over, who knows, like 10 years ago, you know, that, oh, the world, you know, the next attack on the world will not be nuclear. It'll be through a virus. So, you know, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is way you too know, much information here, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, it seems though. You know, politicians, man. You know, I, I grew up with a family. My, my father was a politician in the island, Puerto Rico. And uh, we have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with politics. And my father told me this. Politics are very dirty. Politicians, they need corruption. They need decisions. They need stuff like that. So before the election, they can clean out through all family states. They can make themselves look good. Get some votes. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Throw our money, brother. You know, I uh, unfortunately the way the way it is, it feels that that they, they, I don't know what's going on. I I, can, I don't blame anybody. I don't wherever I don't want to get them on politics, but they will yeah. if somebody die, uh, some family member or something, then they're gonna pull the money. You know. So anyway, yeah, the metal virus in the seventies only get a cold, the virus, and you don't get a. I mean, it wasn't that, that, that you got a shot in... It wasn't, that, it wasn't that extreme. It didn't, it wasn't that harmful. Right, right. But it got it mutated, right? So, in uh, 2002, in China, in Canton, uh, there was an outbreak. So, they have our 8,098 people infected with the virus. The only mm-hmm. 5-9% infected died. So, oh, how much percent? How much? About five to nine percent of people that people five, got infected by five to nine percent. Yeah. So anyway, 2004, they got they controlled the virus, so it was good. But, but and there was a group of uh, the bad thing about this is group of people the risk is diabetic, old people, kids, low defense, uh, uh, yeah, patients and chronic diseases. You know. Anyway, so there was another outbreak in Saudi Arabia. And hmm. 2012, but there was it's a problem with it because they got strict control, the media, and they, yeah, like China, they didn't like to say their country or the world what was going on. So a lot of people died. exactly, so which is which is a risk, which is a risk to the world because if you um exactly if there's you have people traveling out of outside that country going into another country, that's that's almost like biological terrorism because you're. You know, you're infecting a whole other country, and you're not letting them know that there's any danger. I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. So, you know, yeah, I guess, funny. you know, yes. It's funny we are sort of the rub. Uh, we get, come to my mind, you know, like, like uh, you know, when this is happening, like, let's figure out how this, how this should happen, you know? So, I was thinking, you know, right after uh, Kata and United States make the truth, that's when we should come up. Everybody's, you know, like, okay, is this a conspiracy or something? 
I don't know. We'll find out. Well, conspiracy, I mean, I don't know. A lot, a lot, a lot of conspiracy tends to be the reality. You know, it's like, you know, conspiracy, oh my God. I mean, come on, man. You know, reality has become a conspiracy. <laughs> you know, yeah. this reality is just full of that. You know, well, look, by, you know by, by 2020, yeah. we'll find out. In the meeting. So, next 2020, that's the problem now. We got the virus. Uh, the, uh, Wuhan uh, town they had a they had a problem with uh with um uh how do you say that that market yeah, there were people getting infected because they actually these people have they have like a uh interacting with animals you know so they, they yeah. said IBN uh, ARN uh, is uh the coronavirus it can survive it can survive in heat. Also, alcohol. It would destroy releases. That's right. When you say when you say heat, you know when you say heat, uh, it's it, it basically, my my opinion, it's, it's the most vital device to have right now is a Vicks vaporizer and with uh, eucalyptus and camphor oil. And and when you have that and you inhale that, you know you can you can definitely those the virus does not like eucalyptus and camphor and it does not like heat. So mm. right there, you got yourself a formula. Yeah, at least for that, yep. he will destroy that, you know? And that's yeah, all, yeah, right? exactly. Get a bottle of whiskey. No, just kidding. <laughs> Get a <laughs> bottle of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, it, you know, it's funny, Rudy, because, you know, I used to live on the beach all my life. Uh, everywhere I go, <laughs> that I live in, I was surrounded by the island when I grew up. But, uh, you know, when I moved to this town, I live in South Miami, uh, I was kind of crazy. Oh, man, I moved here, you know? There was a time in 2009, the, uh, the, we stayed I had to have a oh. job over here, I landed a job over here, and let me move over here. So I went to this town, and I fell in love with this town through the years, you know? It, it's so yes. sad that I walk around, man, I see no people, you know? It's like, I couldn't imagine the world. Yes, it's, exactly. We're, right now, our, our society has shifted into almost like a new world, a science fiction world that, you know, we've, we've only seen this in movies, and yeah. now we're living the reality that is a movie. I mean, yeah. you know, let me tell you, it, it, I, the virus took the most precious thing that we have in our life, which is uh, human contact. I mean, it, wow, uh, that's heavy. Yeah, yeah. Least times like this because all these, I believe I'm, I went to Catholic school and uh, I read the Bible a little bit, not the whole thing, but I know the Apocalypse talks about all this stuff. I never thought it was these times like this. Uh, I mean, different era, different times, a new world. So we need to get ready for what's coming because it's a lot of bad things coming. You got to be healthy. You got to exercise. Vitamins, man. They'll tell you exercise. And you gotta, you know, you have to prepare your mind also because right now it's a game of adaptability. So all those who were, you know, went to the virtual world, for example, I've been into the virtual world for over 20 years. Oh, more than 20 years. Ever since I was like 15 years old. That's when I first got my computer. I've been, you know, and so, yeah. And so like, I'm I'm used to this, you know, I'm, I'm used to this, but people freak out out there. They're freaking out. But I'm like, you know, I try to tell people, like, you know, man, just just appreciate the technology and, and, and take it as a blessing because um, what if we were in an epidemic in, in the 1800s and we didn't have any technology or phones? Man, we would be in pure isolation for real. So I wonder right how now it's, you know. Do, that's all the tribes. That's going to be another topic to, to cover. Oh, yeah, oh, how and they were doing it in the tribes uh, back. Yeah, I got you. It's amazing, you know. Probably sacrificing bodies and give it to the gods. <laughs> 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 that's a that's a way to do it. That's a way to do it. 
Yeah. Actually, I'm not exactly, and I always have time to joke about this because it's very serious. But no, I, yeah, it I, is. You know, I always say something that has a good face. But, uh. <laughs> it's cool, it's cool. It's, it's, it's a yeah, free yeah. flow, uh, all yeah. the shit, man. We're, we're flying high. We're flying high. We're flying high. Uh, we're flying high above uh, the earth. We're just seeing all that exists, you know? Yeah. So that's why you, you said something very important, Rudy. It's, uh, it's very important that our mental health, uh, yeah. is very, that we do something about it because it's very detrimental. It affects your body and mind. It is. It, it does. You yeah. have to get the real book. You gotta listen to the music. You gotta, Knowledge, uh, be positive all the time about this thing because you know, this is brother. A lot of people are getting, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, you can't watch you can't watch the news too much. Look, it's good to be informed, but keep it to a minimal, right? You know, the healing yeah. right now comes from a few things, and my, my opinion, the healing comes from music, herbs, meditation, right, and mm-hmm. art. And creating, if you're into creating, and reading, and learning, and, 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 and absorbing knowledge, and all of the above. You know, right now, the virtual world, like I said, the virtual world has almost replaced the real world right now. So learn to love the virtual world right now, you know, and for probably a long time. I don't know. I mean, um, the way it's looking like, I mean, all these predictions, if these numbers keep on going up, guess what? We're not going back to our old world that fast, you know? Yeah. The so world, brother, it's crazy, bro. That's the thing. The way I see it, this is the way I say I think, but I don't feel. got to program yourself to be strong, <laughs> to get ready, because, you know, yes. also they say most of the, most of the, now, now they got these different things with the, the virus that, that also people are dying of strokes because of the coronavirus and different things. Yes. Know? So yes. you have to – also, there's people that have been uh, exposed to the virus, and they didn't get the virus. So that means – Oh, I say it's asymptomatic. Yeah, the asymptomatic that, – see, that part right there is freakish as heck, man. The asymptomatic. So, you know, that's where it gets, like, insanely dangerous and insane because you might be infecting – everyone's infecting the whole, you know, like, what goes oh. on then. So that part right there – we're, we're done. Yeah, man, that attribute right there in this virus is the most uh, worrisome, that if it can transfer without you knowing it, and you don't even know it, and there's no, oh, my God, yeah, you're right. So that's the part that's like a, that's a joker, that's a wild card right there, man. That's a joker card, you know? Yeah, man, I mean, you have to have, you have to hug somebody and shake his hand as well, man. I I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Holy, so, uh... This is pretty much the, what I got. Uh, we don't talk about yeah, that was really interesting. I had no idea that um, the first coronavirus uh, first first popped up in like 1936, 1937. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That is insane. So, you know, like, you know, yeah. it. even with 2012, when that when that outbreak happens in uh, the 2004 in, in in Canton, China, you should do something about it. You just care about everything else except human life now. We're all, t- all together on this. We better get it yes. together and do something because then we're going to be screwed. So, yeah, right. we need all the technologies. <laughs> all the technologies yeah. and all the herbs. <laughs> absolutely. All the herbs, absolutely. <laughs> 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 anyway, so, uh, going back to uh, the other, uh, now the uh, Crazy Horse uh, con- uh, Congress Percussion Workshop, uh, I'm going to explain. Uh, Instrument that I start, I start playing out in Vegas, 
I used to play with uh-huh. this uh, big, big band, and uh, they uh, we played at four times a week. It's just mm-hmm. about this this bar called uh, the Ranch. It was a swimming pool, Cleopatra Ranch, oh. and that's a stage. So we play Greek music with the band, and then after that we had this guy uh, playing songs by Frank Sinatra. This guy from from Chicago. He was a Greek guy also, and then so. This, uh, Greek music, they have a lot of rhythms like Fisticellis Icarioticos. So the way I've, uh, I put my, uh, set up my drums, I have my congas, two, three congas, and I got a bongos in my lap, and then I have a table with a bunch of toys, a bunch of stuff. So, so, this guy is, is from a studio. The guy works in a sister palace in the hotel. And he brought me the first time, which I saw before at weddings, uh, because uh, when I live in California, it's a lot of big uh, community Armenians. And my ex-wife is a Ukrainian from, from the father's side from Moscow, and uh, Armenian. So we go a lot of weddings. So I look, I look Armenian today, so I, I got on pretty good. So I see in the weddings, they bring a lot of Dumbeks. Uh-huh. Uh, so the guy brought him back to us. He goes, this is amazing. Well, you, you want to play this? I got to do back it. But kind of, I go, cool, bring it here. So I used to play every time over there. But he ended up like, like giving it to us. Giving it to us so we can play it. Yeah, so this is the way it goes. The dumbek is an instrument. Um, it's a, the history. Okay, I'm going to show you this. I'm not going to explain how the instrument looks. Because I got yeah. this beautiful dumbek that I got. To reach it off on this, awesome. Uh, we want to hear that. We want to hear that. <laughs> okay, so originally, uh, the Dumbek started in Egypt, Armenia, and Turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, that also means also, uh, at least based on Iran, uh, Syria, Lebanon, they use these Dumbeks for a lot of stuff, weddings and all kinds of parties, and also venue dancers in Turkey. Uh, is Arbuka is considered the leader of percussion instrument. Arbuka is another, uh, instrument. It's, it's like the cousins because the different, uh, in the Middle East, the Arbuka have roots to oriental music. Can you, can you make everything Interesting. Interesting. It, it, it has, oh wow. So, so there's a Arabic oriental. So it's like kind of like there's a, there's a bridge there, you know, between that. That's interesting. Well, the same, man. Like I said, welcome from Africa. So. Exactly. They, the 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 drum, the darbuka and the dumbek is a difference because the darbuka is made of clay and wood. The dumbek is mm-hmm. made of metals, brass, bronze, and aluminium and steel. This one that uh-huh. I have right now on me is a uh, it's like a what can I say? It's like bronze, very gold, it's like bronze. Got mm-hmm. beautiful. It's elaborated with some designs and stuff like that. And the skin is like it's a like plastic. Uh, you should mm-hmm. use, use like, uh, 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 how do you call it? Uh, leopard, uh, it's not leopard skin, it's not like, uh, anyway, when I remember, I was, yeah, sometimes I have skin, right? Yeah. It's not even skin. But I use it, uh, plastic because it's, uh, it's sharp and sound when you eat it. I think, I think it's both, not, they're both pretty nice. They both have a certain quality to them, you know? The plastic is very sharp, very high pitched, right? Okay, leather skin. That's what they used to use. And, and it's stuff like that. So, but this one is really, really like, 
Uh, you know, this thing about uh, Jimmy, I want to apologize to the listeners because that was pretty good. But you see, now with this situation, I tried to have all my kids. I did this, uh, this Jembe, it's uh, like a nine and a half inch, nine, nine and a half inch, uh, head. I also have some shells, so you gotta tune them in metal. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the key for that. So. Oh yeah, that's uh, a special key. But it sounds pretty good. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go to this section in my apartment. So you can have mm-hmm. a pretty sound, um, you let me know, uh, Rudy, you can awesome. hear me when I talk about it. Yeah. So I'm going to put yeah, it right here. Sure. Yeah, give it a, give it a quick, a quick, uh, you know, sound test as where, as far as where you're going to sit. And then, uh, okay. and then I'll let you know. Yeah, let's check it out. Let me check it out. Yep. I mean, that's out. That's perfect. Go for it. Okay. Excellent. Um, you should have received any dancers. They play this stuff a lot. It's like... Because I want to introduce you, also tell the story about uh-huh. that was like a, sh- a little short um, sample of the drum sounds. Uh, when we get to the studio, actually, when this is over, we, I would like to have like some like social little uh, workshops and lessons, like uh, weekly. Of course, uh, definitely. So we can have some visuals, so they can see exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You have a little taste of that, which I think. If I start. But I don't stop, I gotta be playing all night, believe me, man. You should push a beautiful <laughs> I swear to God, man, I tell you, it's funny because when you, too bad, you know, the, 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 the Saudi Arabia, all these countries, of, uh, Middle East, like, the culture is so rich. Like, you can't go over there and, you know, like, some of them you can, but some you can't. I mean, I do, I'm yeah. doing this, and I, I, I just think about, it. I mean, you know, like, these, these uh, belly dancers and, uh, being a king, like, with 20 whites. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an ama- it's an amazing combination. Like, uh, also, you know, it's funny when you were just playing. I'm flashing back to how how those rhythms are so Brazilian and African, and kind of like I'm picking up elements of it that feel like Brazilian rhythms, you know. And I love oh, yeah. I love to see the relation, you know. It's, it's amazing. Your, I mean, who knows? Because you know what they tell you. Brazil have more more rhythms than Africa, more instruments than Africa. <laughs> they do, they do. <laughs> you know that And this this drum applies, like I said, when I was playing in, in Vegas with the with the Hellenic sound, is that the Greek band that I was talking about? They, they you can implement this drum to that um to that those rhythms. It's Icariotico Sicitelis. It's also Greek, but it comes to the same thing because Greek and Turkey, there's uh, across. Uh, ocean and you know they they they, they came right up to, well the same but like I said we're from Africa exactly we all came and from the motherland and, uh, yep. so anyways we're gonna go here in my notes 
I don't look for the gender. This is the Tibrah that wants I like them very I love this stuff. Um and where did the where did the djembe uh, instrument originate? Okay, actually, the the djembe comes from North Africa. North Africa, the northern, interesting. And Middle East, actually, the the djembe. But let me let me catch you exactly. Uh, okay, I got my notes a little here. Okay, right here. Okay, the djembe was invented in the 12th century, brother. Can you believe it? Wow! Uh, wow! Wow! By the Mandinke. Right, Mandinke, nice. and it, which is now Mali, West Africa. Uh huh. And then, uh, you know, they have been playing uh, West Africans for generations, forming part of their actual life, other life. And Mati, Guinea, Senegal, and other neighbors for West Africa countries. Uh, drums. I mean, this is. I tell you, man, uh, the purpose of this drum. I mean, this is like thirteen hundred. AD, before Christ. Let me play this stuff. Yes. You can't imagine, man. Uh, yeah, it's play- not, you know what's funny? What's funny is that when they played the different, um, you know, mu- different types of music from that age, you know, like you see, like, certain films of, uh, you know, how it was, etc. You know, they play all those rhythms, man. And I'm like, wait a minute, man. This is some good stuff, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> so they used to rock some good good stuff back then. It's <laughs> funny because, you know, I, I, I used to, like, when I play, uh, uh, African rhythms, I think 6A and 4-4. Four, four. I used to play, uh, when I, when I, when I was, I used to teach in, uh, University of Miami. We got, a it's a program of percussion, mm-hmm. and you UN, a lot of talent, man. These kids are incredible. So we do a lot of, uh, training for the uh, people in percussion, and we do some recitals for the salsa band, for the, uh, jazz band. <laughs> and, uh, this guy, uh, it's a British guy. Let's go over there, one of the teachers. He, mm-hmm. uh, he, he told me, you know, we were jamming those things. Unfortunately, the people, the guy who was involved in that, Larry, uh, in charge of the music department, I worked in the Nice Green Rehearsal Studios. Uh, he, the guy passed away, and the guy who brought me over there, Martin Galagarza, a great Puerto Rican percussionist, died also, and Victor Perez, uh, died also, you know, you've met him before, you don't remember, but we talk about this. Yeah. Lady. And, uh, so, he goes, wait, what, I got a gig for you. It's funny, you know, when, when I, in California, once I, uh, I started playing the djembe, uh, I made a djembek, I have a lot of gigs, which is good, uh, with, uh, many dancers and, and uh, Armenian people, and sometimes it goes like, because I have, I, I have, uh, the, the experience for, for some percussion, so they, they follow like, man, you do pretty good, but there's so many different rhythms that you have to learn, like, like a plane, uh, that, that I don't know about. You understand? Like, like for Africa, when I play African rhythms, I play six and eight and four and four. But I realize yeah. now that I'm getting involved more in this, that, uh, watching, watching some, uh, doing some research, watching some videos, I see that when you play a four four or six eight, automatically while you play, some of the rhythms come out and you, I'm doing it without even knowing it. Right. It kind of, it pushes you. You know, certain rhythms push you to, uh, drop certain accents. Right. right, it kind of like it's in the pocket. It sits it right in the pocket so nicely, or in an abstractive pocket, <laughs> you know, like yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. So, so you know, like that, that's a reason. Like my my workshop, you show that the reason that of the way I do the workshop is like I guarantee you, in four months you can play congas, you know, stuff like that. But the way right. I like to teach people that some all the rhythms, you just because a lot of percussion, some of them, uh, uh, 
They used to be like, if they say there's a percussion, they always play salsa, but often they know how to play pop music, but they know how to play disco, often they know how to play uh, African, you know, they just, they just, uh, they just learn one style and, yeah, you gotta be flexible, you know, like, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like what Bruce Lee said, you know, be like water, fluidity, you know, it's the same thing with drum, you gotta be fluid, you know. Yeah, fluid, you gotta, you gotta be flexible because you can get better gigs. Then you can you play with the DJ, you can play with uh, uh, you say, like a belly dancer, you can play this, you can play that, everything. So anyways, uh, you know, drums are very important for African people because that's their life. It's a, it's a very physical, emotional, and spiritual. They always say, I, yes. I, I always said uh, that was the first telephone. Because yes, was, uh, exactly. they, they, they use drums to communicate, to celebrate uh, in, in times of war. In times of peace, and there was this story. Uh, this uh, lady in Cuyo, in Cuyo, there was a witch lady. So usually they used to play the batat drums, and they used to mm-hmm. uh, tell the tribes when there's a war, when everything happened, oh, when we beat somebody. So they, that's the way they communicate. That was the AT and T of those times. That was the AT and T. That's yeah. funny. So the <laughs> drums, the, the African AT and T drums. <laughs> that's awesome, yeah. man. I like that. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> So drums, it's like the heart. It's like it's a symbol of rhythm of life. You know, you yeah. got a heart. Some people like when you see sometimes, like, oh man, I don't, I don't have a beat. Or I don't. Drums, you had a heart. It beats, right? And yeah. you know what? And that and 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 the beat that the heart puts out is awesome. That tum 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 tum. Yeah. That's like a man. That is like one of the best. You know, bottom bass kind of like you know constant rhythm. That's the right? And then, yeah. and then when you hear that beat, that rhythm, and when you walk, it's rhythm. You know what I mean? So it's the heart of life. And then, so it's, yeah. it's like I said, symbol, it's a symbol of rhythm of life. And the, the, the beating of the heart is the essential of our survival, you know? So beating indicates I agree. that we are alive, brother. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we're just manifesting, manifesting something into the external world that is actually inside. Right. Yeah. That rhythm. When you stop, you die, brother. So you have to play. You can keep beating those drums. So anyway, so is a the 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 jambe is a different. Okay, made uh, it's made of wood and animal skin. We still uh-huh. think about it. It's funny because I got not too long ago somebody asked me if you can fix a jambe for him. I mean, I, I didn't tell you at this time because I wasn't involved back in the music. You know, I took on like 10 years. I wasn't doing music. Remember when we met yeah. 20 years ago? Yeah. We really played everywhere, man. We played, but you know, same way. We became good friends. And then after that, we met again. Thank God. And that's a blessing, you know. It's uh, a great guy. Definitely. And, We're here to rock we again. We're here to rock again and create, you know, awesome uh, rhythmical manifestations. <laughs> yes, brother. brother. To the max, and you are really, really mental. You're really, you guys don't know Rudy. Rudy's an animal for talking. Incredible drummer. Uh, it's a family, you know, bunch of from uh, Italian and Brazil, right? Yeah, you know, pretty much, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, oh, my dad, my my dad, my dad, my dad was from Nicaragua. My mom okay. from Brazil, and we have Italian and Portuguese. We got native. Uh, you know, we got Amazonian. We got everyone, man. We got everyone. Probably from from everywhere, from Arabia, Africa, uh, everywhere. But Portugal, uh, and of course, out of this world, also probably like a little Neptunian. You know, a little like you know, Andromedian. You know, all kinds of mixes. Dude, you're for another planet. Forget about it. <laughs> you're going somewhere else. 
but like Puerto Ricans, you know, we're, we got we're African, uh, we got uh, we got we got black, we got Spanish, we got Indian, we got uh, pirates, and whatever, man. <laughs> we got pirates. <laughs> pirates. So, anyway, so, so the djembe is made of uh, animal skin and also wood. This djembe, you know, this is a big about it with the djembe and some other instruments. I bought like four of them for cheap, real good price. Uh, this djembe is so elaborated, it's a wood, dark wood, very, very nice. It's like also nine and a half inch, something like that. So, uh, some people, sometimes they, they, they do it now with, uh, the plastic, which I don't, I, the old gender that I have that, uh, that I, uh-huh. I put it, I put it in the punch, I put it in the layaway, it's big, that's a piece, like, like, like 13 or 14 inch, so that one I can't wait to get down. But that one has a Remo, um, uh, oh, I like those, those Remo, uh, plastic, but, you know, it's, it's got such a nice thing. bottom. When you, yeah, hit the button, when you hit the center, you know, when you hit that center, man. <laughs> yeah. Like the bowlers are going to play uh, in a few. Uh, they have, I, have a, I got a fiber skin in there from Remo. But the other one is uh, uh-huh. uh, from, uh, from Colombia. We'll try to get to that point later on. So tell, us, tell us about the, uh, tell us about the also, before you even start, the El Martillo. Like, what, how did yeah, that, when I get to the bowlers, because I want to change the gym I want oh, to, you're going to do Denver first. Oh, no, yeah. no. Forget, yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to get the, the story uh, here, and then after that, we're going to finish the Denver. Awesome. Uh, so, anyways, so they do it, and they put in plastic uh, instead of human skin, and they need Denver, you know? And they said, they said uh, the Denver, you know, the Denver drum is about 800 years old. 800? Holy yeah, crap. It was created by the Malian Empire, by the Mandate. Wow. <laughs> wow. So that was funny. Oh, wow. I was watching the other day uh, this uh, documentary of Africa. So they're talking. This guy's talking about the sounds, and these people, these ladies, are watching something. This guy's hitting with the sticks, and this guy's doing something else. It sounds like like a river, right? All of a sudden, yeah. They, and all this stuff, the, the people they're working and they're making the melody with all these sounds. And uh, oh yes, yeah. I see these these uh, African guys. They were shopping this tree, man. You know, like like. And getting a piece, they got a piece of wood on the gem and they make a gem. Oh my God, beautiful, beautiful. So anyway, uh, for me, drum sections, gem is also part of it. When I sat in that one, I just thought, what I did is quite therapy, you know? I got a new friend, so I, I hit the drum, or I hit the punching bag, one of two. So I hit myself on it. You know, it's uh, Africa needs to use of as information to get people together, rituals for war, peace, generations, and that. Uh, also, Rudy, I was, uh, I was taking everybody's picture. When this is over, we're trying to do a drone circle, uh, the beach, and, uh, so we can have a Right? We're, we're definitely in need, in need of a drum circle, right? <laughs> you know, right. like, when things are back to normal, man, oh my god, right? Yeah. Exactly. Actually, can you hear me well? Because I put the phone on the other side, I don't know if you were hearing me. Yeah, we went a little low, uh, but no, no, it's okay. It sounds, yeah. are you gonna, uh, you gonna show us some of the gender? Yeah. So also, uh, the, I'm gonna have also coming up some drone lessons on the Mothership Studio, coming up soon, so we keep it posted. Uh, the difference, uh, the wood and the fire glass, for example, in, in Congress, right? It's, a, it's like also applying this to the djembe. It's just when, when you play, let's say you, uh, you play outdoors, it's better if you have like a plastic skin and a, a fiberglass or metal 
and when you do a recording, uh, recommend to musicians to do it with the wood. It's a more uh, warmer sound. So anyway, so I'm going to start for myself to, to the other corner of the apartment. And uh, uh-huh. I'm going to show uh, some, <clears throat> some djembe. You're awesome, dude. So give me a minute to move myself over here and see how this sounds. Okay. Let me see. Let me read up. How this What's happening? Yep. It's not like when you're in the studio. So I gotta get a little breathing going on together. Yeah, you're, you created a lot of variation there. That's good. It's like, it's, it's almost, I mean, you're making it pop for real because I, I heard a lot of variation. It's like you've you yeah. got a lot of different words going on. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. You don't understand that. I mean, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got it. I got the, I got the message. <laughs> I got the message. Rudy, not the Rudy. So, anyway, that was, I make a little 6A with 404. And like I told uh-huh. you, I'll take some more, but. The hour. So now we're going to do, we're going to talk about the fungus. From my parents. Let me have a drink of water. Rudy, you want to talk something about it while I drink this water and get out of there? Bring more uh, water. Sure, I mean, the bon- uh, about the bongos, you think? Yeah, whatever you want. Uh, well, the gender, what, I, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, um, it is so many other things. You know, in, uh, Brazil. They're similar to that. Uh yeah, I mean to say you know what you know what you know what's kind of interesting is in is in Brazil we don't we don't customarily use so many like regular hand drums we use more of like timbales and timbale like rhythms you know like right. like the surdo which is like a bass drum you know more more like thick thick bass instruments you know from what I've seen um but we do we do also have it I mean of course you know the the we, we it carried over the you know into Brazil, but but you know. But you got but the thing is that you can apply this instrument to to that very easy. You know oh, I mean? absolutely! I mean, you can look, you can play the, you can play the bongos and, and the djembe and everything with sticks also. So myself, I'm a regular drummer, you know. So I, I like that. I like the concept of using, um, you know, using um sticks on the bongos on everything because you know, you're with, an animal, dude. You know, you <laughs> because when I was going to play the bongos today, I say, you know what? Let me use a stick. No, 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 no. Uh, either it's a groovy place out. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait until we do it this uh, uh, live <laughs> and the so you can do it with the sticks. We have Rudy's. Oh and, man, definitely. Machine gun. Definitely. Anyway, <laughs> so I got these bongos. This is like I tell you, the motherfucker of the bongos. 
This is like a uh-huh. Rolls Royce of the bundles. This bundles. Oh, oh yeah, you do. You do have a Rolls Royce of bundles. You so I know that. <laughs> I know. When you go to war, you need a good weapon. So this is my weapon. When I go, you said when I play with salsa, uh, this this those ideas sometimes I when I play I like to put it back in the case because I don't want nobody touching. These bundles I bought it in Cali, Colombia. Uh, a nice. guy called El Piernas. Uh, El Piernas, they measure your hand, and uh, they do the bungles. Exactly for you. Uh, that's incredible. They're, they're expensive, but it's worth it, man. But it's lasted forever. Uh, yeah, it was a very, it was a very heavy bongo. It was the heaviest bongos I've ever seen yeah. in my life, man. Yeah. What kind of wood? What kind of wood did they use in that bongo? Do you know? Uh, I don't know the wood they did, but you, you saw the, the wood. Like if you go to the guitar center, you see the wood. Don't say look the finish like this. It looks like they put lacquer. No, no, man. I've never seen any bongo like that. That was that's a very unique. It's like as if he made it just specifically for you, and it's got like your yeah. branding on it. You know? Yeah, this guy at is famous for that. He do uh, like a lot of maracas. He do uh, b- mostly bongos. I haven't seen they do congas. He do like a little congas, like a halfway, like if you, when you play jazz, you put it in the stands. And also he play he do a uh, a belt. Which I, I got some belts for that. Uh, but the nice. guy is incredible, man, incredible. The guy's so, good. The guy's I love his brother, man. It's very expensive, like I said. Uh, but, uh, so I put, uh, all the skins, the macho, actually, it's, uh, I put, uh, like a remote skin and the Embra. I got a regular skin that came out with that, and I, I didn't take that one out. I was going to change it, but I didn't take that one out because it had the, uh, the, the label, uh, him. It, it already cool. sounded. It already sounded like real, real, real awesome. So that's why you didn't touch it, right? Like, man, yeah, this sounds so good that <laughs> I understand. <laughs> what he did, he also threw the the Puerto Rican flag in my bundle. He probably painted yeah, it. Yeah, man. Different yeah. than the Latin percussion they have. You see the flag? You you, you touch this. It's incredible the way he did it, man. It's just, it is, it is, I, yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's like, uh, it's like a Ferrari, the Ferrari of bongos, man. Yeah, it's funny because, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember that, like, since in California, when I was in California, I used to go to this guy, I called Danny, he was a veteran, and this guy, I used to work, I was to bounce at this door, and called Miami Spices Club, Cuban Club, and, uh, also play, uh, over there sometimes during the week, but this guy called to the door, man, he was, I was outside, checking IDs, everything, checking the girls, whatever, playing around, uh, and they seen, you know, and you, oh, he talks about bongos, dude. That's funny. I like that. Yeah, like, yeah, all he talks yeah, about is bongos. Look at that. Solo for any Palmieri with any video. I swear to God, I know this guy for years. That's all. Awesome. He can call me of a bongos. That's it. He's like, he's like, yo, man, I got new bongos every, every week. It's it. That's great. Yeah, that's no, that's, that, well, you got to have that passion, though, man. If you really oh, um, want to learn an instrument well, you got to live it. You know, like that. That's right. You know, it's funny, the, uh, the, um, the history, the, well, before I tell you all the history about it, it comes from Cuba. You know, the, mm-hmm. the Congo come from the Congo, the Kimbales come from France, and the bongos come from Cuba, and usually, uh, the people used to play bongos, they used to be like, a, they drink a lot, they always fighting, women like to, <laughs> so the people used to hide their wives and the girlfriends when they still got bongo players, you know? That's what <laughs> you teach yourself, had a had a had a play. Which I, that's what I did. I usually got two lessons and I teach myself how to play listening and watching because I grew up in Puerto Rico. I mean, you open the window, you hit but you hit gloves everywhere all my life. Dude, yeah. it's funny because I I, I love bongos. I got a story, man. You say I, I, I was thinking I was there, but I got to say my brother in the island is probably listening to this. It was by the way, Victor, how are you? 
And Jordi and my little niece, Titi and uh, Valentina. I love you guys. God bless you. So my brother, uh, man, on the Christmas party, he, he grabbed the bongos. He used to kick them. Get out of the bongos. Fuck them up. <laughs> You're broke. And I tried to bring like, this is, I'm about to a Christmas party. And I goes like, yo, dude, stop, stop, come on. Like, like don't play, man. And I sounded bad. And I was like, dude, I'll be back, brother. I'll be back, dude. He afraid. said that you sounded, he sounded, you, he said that you I was young, I was a kid, so I thought, well, they got people playing, let me play, stop. They go like, well, I was playing the run, but my brother was kicked ass. So, right. so he never become a percussionist. Well, if he, saw, if, he, if, he, if he saw you playing right now, he'd be like, holy shit. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 he, 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 but he was good. Man, he was. He, actually, he got a parallel team balance out of the house, so he's practicing pretty good. And he told me that he called me, hey, well, check this out. How do you set up? I'm fucking. He's a god. You know what I mean? So, uh, so I have to give the story that I was coming to. You know, Puerto Ricans were like that. We talk, we start with something, we can go all around there until we get to the story. I always love Santa Claus. And then I remember, I was a kid, man. Do I, I remember? I remember my brother walking in his stroller. You know, I got some memory goes. Yeah. So I had a question. My little bongos. I don't know if it was in Puerto Rico. It was in Chicago. I think it was in well, I live in Puerto Rico. And I had my father used to put the the present for Christmas in the shelf in the closet. But I was checking around with it. My parents were there. I was checking what's going on in the house. You know, very curious about everything. I found the bonus. Do I went crazy? Do oh, I like well to play? It's fun, man. Motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> and my brother, my father, my mom, they made me believe the Sanglos. Still, it's uh, for years. Uh, how that happens. Anyways, so we go back to the story. So the bongo usually comes from the eastern uh, region of Cuba, Oriente. The province of Oriente. Uh-huh. Uh, during the 19th century. Uh, Mongols, they used to employ it for popular music, uh, styles like such as Nenguon, Changui, which is an African descendant, and the song Cubano. Uh, the word Bongo comes from the derivado from Bantu, that's an African also word. Oh, wow. And Ngombo, meaning, uh, uh, which means a drum. Uh, uh-huh. those are, those are the ancestors of the Bongo. It's interesting, uh, interesting. Yeah. Which is, what uh, was the second uh, word? Did you say did you say gombo? Yeah. F N G O M A. It's a pronounced angoma. Oh, angoma. The other word's angombo, which means mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's an African concept and Cuban invention. Nice. So, so tries to use it for santeria, yeah. different things. So anyways. So we're going to grab the bongo and throw some shit over here. All right. Next time, we're going to see. We're going to do it with a little bass, a little piano, so we can do something. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, we'll do it with a full band. Yeah. So let me, let me put, uh, let me see, uh, I'll put it over here so you can hear it well. <clears throat> can you hear it? Yeah, perfect. Okay, cool. So there we go. That I forgot to say. So the embra, that's a big, there's two drugs, one nine and a half, and the other one, 
escuchado mucho right now y estamos terminando de hembra está de the lower sound this one and then the macho this is this is the farthest thing really the macho is a smaller uh, drum also and this uh, pattern that they use they call the martillo the hammer it goes like this yep. Remember uh, Lucy Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Today they said the bongos. So anyway, so we'll do a little demonstration of the bongos. I uh, found that beautiful bongos I love. Anyway. Nice. So anyway, yeah, it sounds really good. It sounds it sounds super super good, man. Especially the, 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 the higher the higher pitch one, magnificent. Yeah, yeah, it's like I was hearing I was hearing almost hearing like the the backbeat going off for you soloing on top of it. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was kind of hearing yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> so anyways, this is so bad because I have my phone in storage. I was trying I, I tried to get him out last week, but uh, but I couldn't do it. Um, Oh no! Right now, right now, you know, it's the same. You know, the, the Congress are in quarantine. Anyways, one thing is that it's so beautiful, but you're hitting a death skin with a life skin, which is your hand. And for uh, this, interesting. Whoa, that that way, wait, that's that's pretty wild. What you said, Reggie. So, wow, you're hitting a dead skin with a, a living skin. <laughs> I never heard that before. That, that's so the connection point right there. Cosmic, yeah. bro. This is cosmic. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. So first, I tried to get it last week. So okay, the lady said, okay, cool. I'll pay the payment. I go upstairs. Like, okay, you, you can pay, but if you don't go upstairs, I get nothing, dude. Fuck <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, right now, right now, like I said, man, right now they're, they're, they'll do, you know, some of the they'll rest in quarantine right now. <laughs> but, yeah, but you do gotta have some drugs. You gotta have well, some, have some, some drugs. Not quarantine. <laughs> because. I, I, let me you, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking around. They, they, they're, they're right. They're right. It's supposed to be that way. But uh, anyways, so that's the way it is, Rudy. And tell you, man, uh, you uh, we want to talk something about healing, about what's going on with the people that that you can help. Uh, give you a little advice. <clears throat> so so mentally, because we need to have, I guess, our bodies healthy, our mind. We have to have everything connection, mental health. Because a lot of people are getting yes. depressed. 
Uh, Absolutely. Right. I mean, right, yeah, right now, you know, we're getting we're getting bombarded in every which way possible. I mean, you know, it, we're we're getting bombarded in the sense where we have to, you know, keep our bodies alkaline. We got to be eating good foods. We got to be drinking the good water. We can't be eating junk foods. Which, anyways, people out there are not going to be eating junk food because there's no restaurants hardly even open. So right now, as you see, supermarkets are overloaded. So you're being forced. Everyone's being forced to learn how to cook right now. And do it well. You know, look, you have YouTube. You can go on there. You can get the best recipes. You can get the best techniques. Anyone right now, you become your own chef in your own house. Yeah, <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? I, I think it's funny because I, I you know, I, I, I like cook. You know, when my, my apartment that happens, I live in an apartment, you know? Uh, uh-huh. So I don't like, I, my apartment has a huge kitchen, but you know, there's a bunch of buildings where I have to move everything. But I, I like, what I do right now is because this place, you know, where I live, you know, there's restaurants all over. So I usually like to go out. And it's so bad that I can't go. How is it out there? I mean, are, are they, or do they have takeout? Yeah, they got takeout. They got, I go to Casatino over here. I go to uh, oh, some places. Cool. Uh, uh, I get a sushi place also. Takeout, they got a um, lobster place, uh, like a morning crab. But uh-huh. just, uh, uh, I go to uh, Windy Street, the market. And usually, you know what I'm doing? I'm buying like a lot of soups, like a noodles. So what I do? Yeah. I cook like a batch at a time. I put a noodles. I take a can of beans. Boom. I put some vegetables. For raw eggs, a boy like this, would you help me? For now, you know, yeah, no, I mean, right that. now, you know, yeah, you know, really, yeah. really, vegetables and fruits are the best thing for the immune system right now. That's like what you definitely want to be eating, um, you know, um, and and herbs. You know, you got elderberry, you got echinacea, you got well, um, yeah, you know, that's it. That's yeah. the thing. With, with, that's what we remember. We should go. Uh, I, I go to Whole Foods all the time because they have everything on there, man. So you pick up. Oh, yeah. yeah. But now I need it. I'm, I'm exercising. I exercise a lot uh, all the time. But I'm not keeping the diet that I was keeping on the habit because I have everything already organized. So I, I do my routine life. Uh, you like you like to um, hang out over there at the Whole Foods. Man. <laughs> I, me too. I, I think it's a great thing to do. Dude. But you can't do it now. <laughs> man, I miss this girl for UM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, so, you know, one thing that I, I tell everybody, like, uh, us human, humans, we get, we can heal ourselves, you know, like, dude, we get, yeah. we get, first thing that I do, you know, if I work out, because I used to be asking my patient for years, man, dude, I, mm-hmm. I grew up, since six months old, I used to get a cortisone, I had like 25 tests allergy tests in my forearm, my back, 35 hours allergic to everything, dude. Wow. You know, so it's like, so, I, 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 I do a lot of breathing exercises. And that's, that's important. I was hearing about that. Yeah, exactly. I started doing that, actually. Yeah. It's, yeah. So to increase your lung capacity, you know? Yeah. Also, you got your hands. You know, your hands, when you do a massage, you know, people, people thought you feel good. I use my hands, my chest, and stuff like that, my muscles, my arms, my legs. You do massage, you get a lot better, you know? You got to eat well. The most important thing is the nutrients. You got to eat well, man. You know? Uh, yeah. Supplements. Uh, these times you are, I mean, these times you're a big trouble. I mean, you got to call all these bases. Also, you got to pray. Exactly. Pray, For sure. You, yeah, without you very do. positive vibes, you know, exactly. Now's the time uh, to go inward, you know, to meditate, to travel around, you know what I'm saying, to go out of body, to travel to other worlds. And uh, to see Earth for what it is, because people forget that, again, I always say this, that Earth is nothing but a floating piece of rock. A little piece of rock 
and it's a miracle that it exists floating suspended in space and that we're not, you know, we're, we talk about these epidemics and stuff, man, but really, you know what the worst thing that could happen is a meteor could hit the planet and we all die. So this, what's happening right now is not, is, is something to get over for sure. We're well, going to get over this, you know? Now you're talking about that. When I read the Bible Apocalypse, that's supposed to be the fifth trumpet. And what happened after that, I'm not going to talk about this right now because people are going to get depressed. But it's crazy, bro. Anyways, uh, uh, you got to pray wherever you believe. It's all the same. Allah, uh, whatever, whatever God you believe. I believe in God. We believe in everything, you know. So just pray, man. You know what I mean? Read a book. Don't get, I mean, when you wake up in the morning, first thing you do, man, do some push-ups. At least you have to know. Yeah, you that's good. Do some sit-ups, squats, uh, do anything, you know? And, yeah, uh, yeah, get some circulation going, you know. Uh, make yourself, uh, you know, a juice, blueberries, strawberries, bananas, apples, wheatgrass, make a shake. You know, go outside, get some vitamin D from the sun. Stand, yeah, you know, I go outside morning. at least for about 10, 15 minutes, man, get that Absolutely. vitamin D, you know. That's good for you, too, you know. Yeah, you know, let me say, uh, I just... Actually, that's pretty much the topic that that we uh, that want to cover today. Myself, uh, excellent, excellent. Because uh, you know, also you know, I want to thank everybody, man. These helping uh, these horrific times, you know, like people in the supermarket. Yeah, especially the supermarkets, right? Doctors, uh, people in the media, everybody's involved in this, man. And I just want to give you advice, man. Don't break, don't break, don't give up. Be strong, and we'll survive. God bless you guys, and uh, Rudy, I want to thank you for the opportunity, and uh, oh, awesome, we're going to do some of the stuff soon, pretty soon. You want to cover something yes, else? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, like I'm saying, this is just the beginning. We got uh, the Crazy Horse Report over here, a lot of informative topics, uh, you know, everything from uh, the history of, uh, you know, various types of drums um, to the history of uh, how this coronavirus started. You know, that's great. I, I actually I do a lot of research. And I hadn't run across that research that it had been, uh, you know, formed, uh, that it, the first coronavirus actually developed in 1937. Um, so it's been around. It's mutated. So it can mutate again. So we definitely, like, this is the most important thing is to, is to have shielding from, from, this, uh, from this virus and understand it. We have to understand the invisible enemy. So, uh, you know, do your research and don't get caught up into the, what the masses, what the news is actually saying sometimes because there's a lot of misinformation because... You know, in the end, they want to use this to their advantage. You know, they w might want to, you know, like I said, I don't want to get negative, but, you know, there's a whole New World Order agenda there that, you know, some things that have been put into place. So hopefully, you know, keep informed and keep healthy. Yeah, and also don't forget, we got drums lessons coming up on the Monetary Studio, Crazy Horse, Precaution Workshop, where Rudy will be teaching. Soon, so it's going to be absolutely up. Absolutely. Positive minority to all time. God bless you guys, man. Thank you for your time. Right? Awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on the mothership, and we'll definitely, like you said, man, you're in the family, and we uh, and we're gonna we're gonna put out some awesome tracks and some awesome yeah, lessons awesome, really. and some. Yep. Don't forget, say hi to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love your mother. She's great. She drums too. She drums too, man. She's a drummer too, you know. So you gotta put it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely, man. Oh, yeah, man. We're gonna be rocking. We're gonna have a whole full band, you know, when we're back to normal. And exactly, man. It's it's gonna be a rhythmical Corona Crush session where we crush 
crush Corona with rhythm. <laughs> exactly. All right, all right. Awesome, brother. Well, thank you for coming on. And, uh, yeah, just stay on. Thank and you, So uh, we come to an end. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And you can always check us out on themothership.com and on Instagram as well. And uh, keep keep tuned in. Thank hey, you. Hey, listen, also, let me say real quick. Send a kiss to my niece, Valentina and Viti. Love you, girls. You're on my heart. Bye. Awesome. All right. We'd like to say peace out. Here we go.